0: and everywhere else podcasts are heard video podcasts are
1: also available on spotify with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch ever since we discovered spotify for podcasters we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes polls to ask questions on what they think and so much more we highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Bienvenidos a Sobrientoso Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Dee. Yo soy Ali. Y hoy Ali les contará de dos crímenes que sucedieron en Estados Unidos. Uno sucedió en California y otro sucedió en Connecticut.
0: Es crucial que cuidemos nuestra salud mental. Es importante saber cómo manejar nuestros pensamientos, sentimientos y comportamientos. Saber cómo cuidarnos y aceptar cuando necesitamos ayuda. Desafortunadamente, Patricia Ortiz, una madre del estado de California, y Sonia Loja, otra madre del estado de Connecticut, no lograron entender la gravedad de su bienestar y cometieron un crimen tan espantoso y doloroso contra sus propios hijos. Esta es la triste historia de la familia Ortiz Lara y Loja Panjón. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some
1: of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. En
0: la tarde del 12 de enero del 2022, Un padre entra a su hogar en Le Grand en Merced County, California. Y minutos después, vecinos lo escucharon gritar. Todos se quedaron en shock cuando se dieron cuenta que el hombre gritaba de dolor, pidiendo ayuda porque sus hijos habían sido asesinados. Las víctimas eran Ana de 8 años, Mateo de 5 años y Alexa de 3 años. No han dado información de cómo murieron los niños, pero lo que sí sabemos es que encontraron a la madre, Patricia Ortiz, de 30 años, with self-inflicted wounds. So, this was now considered a murder and attempted suicide. Patricia aún estaba con vida cuando llegaron los paramédicos. Fue llevada al hospital y después de que se recuperó, La trasladaron a Mary Green Psychiatric Center para ser evaluada. Patricia is currently detained without bail and faces 3 murder charges. Muchos que conocían a Patricia no podían creer lo que había sucedido. Un conocido de la iglesia describió a Patricia as very polite and warm. María Elena, una vecina y amiga de la familia Dijo que se le hace muy difícil asimilar lo que Patricia hizo. Reportó que Patricia was actually suffering from depression. Porque se había separado del esposo. But they reconciled for the children. But something just wasn't. It wasn't working. This continued to affect Patricia. But through it all, they continued to live together. According to María Elena... The father called her that day, preguntándole si había visto a Patricia y a los niños, porque estaba preocupado ya que no había escuchado de ellos. María Elena le contestó al al papá que no estaba cerca de la casa. Entonces el papá le dijo, You know what? Like, don't worry, Um, I'm heading home anyways. That day he went inside his home, not expecting to find his children dead. Ana, Mateo, and Alexa were buried on January 26th that same day Patricia appeared at her first court hearing via Zoom according to ABC she was in a psychiatric facility and during the Zoom meeting she wore a special vest for her own safety oh, wow and if you see that video there's no emotion in her face oh okay the judge informed Patricia that she could not have any contact with the child's with the children's father También le dieron un public defendant and she did not enter a plea on this day. This report did state the following, though. Prosecutors did not charge Ortiz with enhancements for using a knife or gun. They did accuse her of lying in wait and committing multiple murders, both of which can make this a death penalty case. But as of that day, They did not come to a decision of her punishment. Her arraignment was actually pushed to February February 22nd. So lying in wait, um, what they're actually going to be accusing, what they're accusing her of right now, Mm -hmm. means that it's when the perpetrator hides or waits for their victim and attacks them by surprise with the intent of killing them or inflicting harm. Carla Gonzalez, a friend of Patricia, said that Patricia was actually struggling with depression and her mental health in the last year. On a recent phone call that Carla had with Patricia, Patricia said that, quote, "She was in a deep hole." She said that everything was black. She knew that she was alive because she was still breathing, but she didn't feel alive. Patricia continued to say that, quote, Everybody is talking about the mom that killed her three kids, but they're not talking about the mom that wanted to die with her three kids. Wow. Oh. El 22 de febrero del año 2022, Patricia se presentó en la corte por segunda vez and pleaded not guilty to all charges. The next court hearing was set for April 5th, but as of now, nothing else has come out of that case. Patricia is still in custody, but no sentence has been given. Este caso no es el primero, y desafortunadamente no es el último. Ese mismo año, la comunidad de Danbury en Connecticut quedó en shock, y aún no pueden creer que una madre amorosa y querida por muchos fuera capaz de cometer un crimen tan horrendo y lastimar a su propia sangre. Sonia Loja era una madre ecuatoriana que vivía con su esposo, Pedro Panjón. Sus tres hijos, Junior de 12 años, Jocelyn de 10 y Jonael de 5, y un hermano de Pedro. Sonia actually ran a daycare from her home where she took care of like at least 10 other kids... Okay. Desafortunadamente, Sonia no tenía licencia. Oh, no. Yeah. Para tener una guardería de niños en su casa y alguien la reportó. El día 2 de junio del año 2022, las autoridades llegaron a la casa de la familia Loja Panjón y pudieron comprobar que Sonia was running the daycare without a license. So, Sonia was cited and asked to shut down. Days later, regresan a la casa y volvieron a ver niños en la casa. They saw these kids in the, in the home. But this time, Sonia les dijo que they were actually family members. Oh, wow. Okay. Luego, vuelven a regresar otra vez el 29 de junio. Y esta vez, le dieron un C's. Cease- and desist letter, porque Sonia aún estaba trabajando el daycare. Damn. I know. Pedro reportó que Pedro, su esposo, reportó que Sonia se miraba triste yeah. y lloraba mucho. Al parecer, they were having financial problems. Y ella quería ayudar. Pedro le preguntaba a Sonia si ella estaba bien y ella le decía que sí. De ahí él no sospechó nada. Un familiar contó que Sonia ya tenía tiempo sufriendo depresión, pero que nunca buscó ayuda porque no tenía seguridad. Y el pago para pagar terapia out of pocket was not in their budget.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they were already having financial issues, let alone trying to find an affordable therapy. Uh, for her, especially also because we don't know her immigration status, do we?
0: Uh, No, I just know that they were from Ecuador and they had been here for, For for a while. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, I mean, like, sometimes people
1: live here for their whole life and they never become citizens or but yeah, I mean, trying to find any sort of I mean, it when it comes to their immigration status and trying to find help, it's a kind of like a rough patch. Like Mm -hmm. there's some States that are a little bit more flexible when it comes to um, medical help and, and and the way that they help immigrants. Um, We don't know her immigration status, but I'm assuming if she was already struggling with money and she was running this daycare without running the proper paperwork for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, there must be a reason, you know. <clears throat> Not saying that all immigrants do this or whatever, but like, there must have been a reason why she couldn't file that paperwork. But also, I must have been
0: that's expensive too.
1: Yeah. To I mean, the
0: license is expensive.
1: I mean, I'm, uh, from my understanding, you have to have some sort of like degree in child, um, what is it? Child Child
0: development. development.
1: So, uh, I could only assume that she couldn't afford to go to school, couldn't afford to do the paperwork, and then, mas parte, she couldn't afford to look for mental, like mental health care. Like so,
0: it's, it's, it's heartbreaking.
1: It's 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 a complicated situation. It
0: is. It is. The neighbors describe the family as a happy family. They never heard Sonia yell at the kids. Junior, Jocelyn, and Jonael would spend a lot of time in the front yard, and Sonia was always there with them. Neighbors recalled the children always seemed happy and would wave as people passed by. So when they heard what happened the day of the 27th of July, they were shocked. They could not believe what had happened in the Loja Panjón home and a lot of like the parents that um that Sonia like took their took care of their kids took care of their children yeah they couldn't believe it either i mean they, i like, can't imagine were, it yeah there were parents that had you know that t- would take their kids to Sonia's home for years yeah they
1: or been like her or for years or even like the generational thing where it's like they take their daughter and then they take their daughter that was born like years later or their niece their nephew i know that mm-hmm. because a lot of like, at least when I was growing up, and my, my parents would have to take us to daycare or like the place where they could take care of us during the summer. I mean, they would go with somebody that they trusted and that they feel they, they could trust it, and they would recommend it to like, you know, all of their comadres and their neighbors and their, you know, everybody, because yeah. finding somebody that you trust and to take care of your children is so deep-rooted, so I can yeah. only imagine how yeah. these parents might have felt.
0: Yeah, the parents and, and like the kids, because yeah, yeah. they had been around her kids as well. <clears throat> yeah. Sonia le llamó a todos los padres de los niños que ella cuidaba y les dijo que no iba a poder cuidarlos. Unos reportes dijeron que Sonia dijo que no los podía cuidar ese día del 27, mm-hmm. pero otros reportes dijeron que ella ya no los iba a cuidar hasta que obtuviera una licencia. Whichever it was, at least for that day, there were no other children in her care, besides her children. Okay. Como dije, en la casa también vivió un hermano de Pedro, pero en el momento del crimen ninguno de los dos estaban en casa. Ok. Unos artículos reportan que Pedro llamó a la policía y les, um, he asked them to do like a wellness check en su casa porque no había escuchado de su esposa en todo el día. Pero un vecino reportó que en eso Pedro se fue en cam- camino a su casa y llegó primero que la policía. Oh, okay. A Pedro se le hizo raro que al llegar ninguno de sus hijos salió ya que todos los días que pedro llegaba a casa is kid would run out and welcome their dad home
1: no oh, no
0: so he gets home this day and he nothing, finds this silence yeah yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah i mean cuz even like i remember as a kid when my dad would get home from work i would be like
0: oh dad or, exactly there's something exactly. So- I can only imagine. Al entrar, Pedro encuentra una nota en la mesa. En esa nota, Pedro dice que su esposa le pidió perdón y que se llevaría a los niños con ella. Also, that Sonia, in this letter, they're saying there was a second letter, mm-hmm. that Sonia said that she was hearing voices that told her to kill her children and herself. Pedro llega a uno de los cuartos de sus hijos Y en el suelo encuentra Junior con una cuerda en el cuello y en la cama encuentra Jocelyn también con una cuerda en el cuello. That that scene is just so it's so traumatic. I cannot imagine, imagine what the dad felt. That is so fucking tragic. It's like the dad in the first case también like I know they don't they don't go into details of what happened to the kids in the first case in California, yeah. but I can't imagine what that dad also in that moment... I mean, for these for these fathers to call and have the suspicion, like, something isn't right. My wife yeah. isn't answering. For these dads to get home and, and see that, that image of seeing your kids. The first dad saw from what they said, what they could only say was that the kids were in the bed. That's all that they said in the first case. I can't imagine what these two fathers felt. I... <clears throat> I mean, we talk about a lot of cases where
1: <clears throat> the dad is kind of like, you know, the bad guy or whatever. But then there's dads like these who are who are just being great fathers, and I can't picture, can't even imagine the pain this yeah. this causes them. Mm-hmm. Because as as Jessica is an outsider. Thinking about walking into a room and seeing children in this circumstance. Oh, my God. To me, it's it's unbelievable. Like, shocking. Yeah. But for it to be your own flesh and blood. mm, That's that's deep.
0: It is. I I just can't imagine like these fathers seeing that and then uh, finding out who it was. That did this to their children. It's it that's another even. hit. That's yeah. just that's for two
1: both and of one. That's yeah. That's two and one because it's the person that you love that you decided to be with in order to create a family with. And then aparte de ese dolor, es el dolor de tener tus hijos que que maten a tus hijos, y que la perton- la persona que mató a tus hijos es la persona que amas. Que los tuvo. Yeah. Que los, que oh los tuvo en su vientre for, por nueve meses. Y que los crió. Y que, y, you know, you thought that everything was fine. And now this happens. Yeah. No, I can't. It, like, I literally have chills just thinking I know,
0: about that. I know. Pedro took the cables off. Of their kids of his children's necks, hoping that they were still alive. But unfortunately, he was too late. He then heads to Jonael's room, the five-year-old, and finds him in his bed, also with the cable around his neck. I know. He looks around his home, but does he does not find his wife. Neighbors report that they saw Pedro come out of the house yelling, calling 911, and during this phone call he fainted.
1: Oh fuck!
0: When police arrived, they walked into they they saw the the three bodies of the, these three little children, and then they walked to a shed behind the house. The shed was next to the playset and trampoline where the kids would play. And inside that shed, they found Sonia's body. Apparently, she had hung herself Sonia oh. se quitó la vida The authorities did not find foul play or they did not you know they didn't have any other suspicions yeah
1: they they kind of just like automatically. It was like a,
0: um... Murder-suicide.
1: Murder-suicide, yeah. Just
0: like the first case. Yeah. With Patricia Ortiz. Yeah. The only difference is que en el primer caso, um, pudieron salvarle la vida a la mamá, and now she's up for trial. Yeah. Yeah. And in this case... The mother passed away with her children. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Días antes, Sonia le había llamado a su hermana y le dijo que llevaba días sin dormir porque estaba bajo mucho stress. Yeah. Su hermana quedó en ir ese fin de semana, pero desafortunadamente no alcanzó. If you or anyone you know is suffering from depression or is experiencing suicidal ideation or wanting to engage in self-harm, please reach out to the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988. You're not alone. There is help out there. There was help out there for Sonia and Patricia. Pero desafortunadamente, por cual, la razón que ellas tuvieron, no, no, no sé si no pudieron encontrarla. No sé si no la buscaron. Or if they didn't think their, their symptoms were severe, just please reach out. Because if they would have reached out to someone, this would have been prevented. These little six kids would have still been here. Exactly. It's so heartbreaking that this happened to six children.
1: What hurts most is that these were children that they didn't have. Like as a kid, you don't really think about your parents struggling with money or your parents having yeah. financial issues. And you, you really don't connect the dots until you're way older and you realize oh yeah you know I suffered you know financially but to 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 be put in the situation and to be I don't know I, I can't seem to explain it. it it's always so difficult to talk about these cases when it involves children because yeah. they're innocent in, in all of this Mm-hmm like they, they, we can't find a justification. I mean, not that murder is a justification, but like to to say, you know what? I'm gonna kill my children, or I'm gonna kill these kids. There, there's, I, I can't wrap my head around it, I, mm-hmm. and I don't think I ever will. It's just so difficult to talk about about children losing their life like that especially in the hands of their mother or, or their parent.
0: Mhm. So little. I can't imagine Los says like what they felt in that moment because, or even even try to think about like yeah. oh, why is mom doing this? Exactly. Like we don't know how they did this. How you know what happened, what led up to it. No sabemos nada de la de los de los niños Ortiz Lara. We don't know how they passed away. Um, But with... Even with the... the Los niños... Loja Panjón. Being... I don't know how... Where she... You know, if she did one first... And then the other one went in after the room. I don't know, like, how it led up to it. But... Being... Being... by The way they were murdered... That took a long time I cannot imagine what those kids felt looking up and seeing their mother doing yeah. this to them
1: because i mean if, i mean i've seen too many true crime shows to understand that strangling somebody takes a it long takes, time yeah. it's not like you just choke somebody and then it's they not, die yeah it takes a long time and a lot of strength
0: exactly Sus cuellitos, like, oh, oh, no. It's just... I can't can't picture it. No. I don't want a picture. Like, I just, I cannot imagine what these children felt. The six of them, knowing that it was their mom. The pain that they felt. Yeah. Y luego para que en los videos, en el video como dije de Patricia, no tenía... No, re- no emotion. No emotion nothing. nothing. There was no emotion there. There was something going on with these two moms.
1: Yeah. Which, re- re- which also reminds me of the case that we did a couple of, like, in the first season, where the mom killed her whole family mm-hmm. when they came back from vacation. And right. like, when you see videos of her, 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 her like, she's in this state of of just not like like a separate reality like in her face you just see joy, you see happiness you see everything, every emotion except sadness you see her praying and like glorifying and saying oh I saved my children but other no. than that you don't see any remorse any empathy, any sort of realization that you murdered your children yeah and like whenever we talk about these cases, I can never picture myself having that sort of thought to be like, you know,
0: I need why to ta- do- if you if you wanna si te hacer tu daño a ti misma, why take your children with you? Yeah. Honestly, we don't want no one to be hurting you know. themselves in any way, committing suicide, but <clears throat> why take your children with you? Like, to me, it's like, you you,
1: you yourself, by, by, you know, committing suicide or, or, you know, self-harm, like, almost like suicide in this case, it's understandable because you feel like you need to do this. But at the same time, for me, it's like, you're also having everybody around you suffer. And your children are gonna suffer through this if, if if they were still alive. But why do this to your children? And I don't think I don't think science has ever figured that out on why women or mothers do this to their children. And 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 it's still hard to process it. At least for me, think like as an outsider, I it's so difficult for me to understand and process this sort of behavior. I mean murder in general, but but this specific like type of cases where the mother decides or the parent decides to murder their children. It's so mind-boggling. I, I can't I can't I can't wrap my head around it.
0: Yeah. And for her Patricia decir la amiga Carla. Everyone is talking about the mom that killed her three kids, but they're not talking about the mom that wanted to die with her three kids. Like that statement is like, like, wow, like that to me, that was like, wow, through all of this, can't you realize what you just did? Like you killed your children.
1: Yeah. To me, it also, it it, it also has that, that statement has, has this power of saying, yeah, I killed my children, but I also wanted to kill myself. And I, it's almost kind of saying I did it. Like the the battle wasn't won. Like I, mm-hmm. like everybody's talking about me killing my children, but I wanted to kill
0: myself. Yeah, They're not talking about the mom that wanted to die with her. Yeah, three with kids. her kids. yeah, yeah. So it's like
1: you're you're you're. It's almost giving. It's I don't know. It's she wants to emphasize the power of her dying too, but it's like. You took a baby's life away. You, you, t- you little took little ones. They were little kids, and and um, I still remember you showing me the picture of the of the kids, and I remember hearing about this case like last year. Yeah, and thinking to myself that I can never, I can never see myself like I, you see those kids, and and they're so cute and adorable, and it's like I can never understand why and it also reminds me also of the um uh the the Chris Watts case where he he basically killed his children and then dumped them in these oil tanks um I can never picture my, myself like like I can't like even this, still till this day that that whole scenario of him Killing his wife, having her in the backseat with her children and saying, you know, Girl. where are we going? Where's mommy? Mm. And then have it like having these step by step scenarios of, of what ha- like what they think happened in this the, the, the crime scene. It's like I can never like every other murder, it's like there's a connection or maybe a possibility of how things happen. But when parents kill their children, it just hits home and it digs this this emptiness inside of me—that's like—it's
0: infuriating.
1: But why?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ken yeah. <sighs> Paz Descansen. Ana Ortiz Lara, Mateo Ortiz Lara, Alexa Ortiz Lara, Jr. Loja Panjón, Jocelyn Loja Panjón, y Jonael Loja Panjón. y este fue el caso de esta semana
1: sé que muchos de esos casos cuando hablamos de niños es es uno de los temas más más difíciles de de poder hablar y poder describir lo que sentimos o de lo que opinamos porque hablar de de niños que trágicamente mueren a las manos de sus padres es es inimaginable pero pero lo que sí podemos ofrecer es contar sus historias y poder poner nuestro granito de arena de cómo gente puede agarrar ayuda psicológica y cómo pueden buscar ayuda si se sienten en en esta esta situación de de the
0: suffering, the crisis.
1: So um, if you have any questions regarding trying to look for a therapist or a psychiatrist or any sort of mental health um, information, uh, Ali will give you guys the information. Now.
0: Yeah, if you guys are looking for a therapist, the I would recommend going into psychologytoday.com. You, what you would do is just, you know, put psychologytoday.com, and then it tells you like what city you. live. It asks for what city you live in. You can put the city or the zip code. Um, you put that in there, and then it takes you to another page where it gives you all the therapists that are available at the moment that have an opening. Um, it tells you who does online therapy, who would do in person. You can actually put in. Like, check off what type of insurance you have, or if you're paying out of pocket, and then it'll tell you oh, these are the therapists that are taking, for example, Kaiser. These are the therapists that are taking, you know, Optum or other, any, uh, any type of health network. It will tell you what therapist is taking what. So, you would go in there, you would, it shows you like the picture of the therapist, it shows you what they work with. Um, The times, how much they charge, and all you would have to do is look for the therapist that you feel would fit you and just give that therapist a call and see if they have any openings. So again, go into psychologytoday.com and just put in your city or zip code. And also, again, if you are in crisis or you're experiencing any suicide radiation, you can also call the suicide and crisis lifeline at 988. 988.
1: And all this information will be included in our description. And we will also have it in our um, Instagram posts where we post pictures of um, the case of this week. Um, it'll be it'll be the last few slides within um, that post. Uh, and we will also in the next season, we'll have a Web page where it shows season these in, these um, these. Uh, Website resources. And, and resources where you could find um, it more easy. Or if, if you, you know, you really need them, you, we'll we'll try to develop that some way, yeah. somehow.
0: Psychology Today is a great resource. Because you is- can actually just go in there and ves la foto de la terapeuta and all the information, you know, it's up there. And it's just, I don't think many people know about it. So, yeah.
1: Check it um, out. I know that when I was looking for a therapist, um, I was lucky enough to get a very fantastic therapist through um, through my little Babylon thing that um, mm-hmm. HealthNet has, and I was lucky enough to get a great therapist that I've been talking to for almost two years and a half, um, and I don't think I would be anywhere without her um, mm-hmm. and my friends, of course. You know,
0: I love you guys. And me.
1: Yeah, and you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. But,
0: um, <laughs> no, yeah, and, and, and también pueden llamar a su aseguranza. Right, like call your insurance and ask them, like, "Hey, you know, I'm looking for mental health services. What do you guys have open?" Um, Because sometimes your insurances will tell you, "Oh, they already have like a panel of therapists," and they would be like, "Oh, there's a therapist that's available," and they will refer you. So you can also, also do that if you feel like you 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 know if
1: you're in a if you if your immigration status is preventing you from getting any sort of mental health services just go to your lo- local clinic, talk to your, you know, somebody that uh, helps the Latino, Latinx community, and they will guide you to find somebody that could help you with, you know, finding a low income or, or at low cost um, therapist. So the help is out there. Mm-hmm. And I know it's sometimes in our community, it's very hard to find these mm-hmm. the information because there's a lot of stereotypes, a lot of, Um, a a lot of taboo behind mental health but as millennials and Gen Z's and you know all the other uh, uh, future generations uh, we're trying to break that stigma of being afraid to go to therapy and most importantly we just want our community to find help before it's too late Yeah. so Mm -hmm definitely
0: look into psychologytoday.com. It's a really oh, good resource. Y, y que eso, um, if if some of you are in the situation that Sonia was in where she didn't have insurance and she had to pay out of pocket, um, I there's therapists who do take sliding scales, who, will, um, who do offer sliding scales, so their services are... Some, you know, their services can be more in your budget. It's just a matter of like of looking.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could always just send an email, call the the psychologist, uh, the therapist that um, that you want to hopefully get in touch with and, you know, explain to them your financial situation. And I promise you, these people are here to help and they will find some way to help you. So. Don't be scared of finding uh, a therapist or talking to a therapist or looking for just mental health in general. Um, The best advice that one of my friends gave me when it came to um, going into therapy is basically looking for help when it comes to your mental health. It's like going to the doctor, going Mm -hmm. to the dentist. It's just another organ. Your brain is just another organ that needs help. So, mm-hmm. as much as we're scared of going to the dentist or going to the doctor, <laughs> and going to therapy seems scary, but you once you're there, it. yeah. But once you're there, it—I promise you—it's going to get better. Um, and that's from a person that took years to go into therapy. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: we do so, our best to make you feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, definitely, and heard and understood. Definitely, and your therapist won't judge you. Trust me trust me
0: we won't we <laughs> won't we not um,
1: judge but yes we will include all the details in our description below on our instagram um if you have any other questions in regards to therapy or or anything like that we will try our best to respond and help you with any of this um we're just here to help and we're here to spread the word on these victims and and ways that we can help our community and most importantly, to share their stories and never have these people be forgotten. Um, but yeah, that's our episode for this week. Um, we would pass on this discussion to you. Uh, our comments are open. Our DMs are open. You could find us on um, uh, different social platforms. We have Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find us at at S-V-S-M underscore podcast or on Facebook as Soy Violenta So My cover Podcast. We are on episode 57. You can find episode 56 through 1 on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are streamed. We're here. Catch up on these episodes. Let us know what's your favorite one to listen to or which one impacted you the most. Um,
0: and yeah. Yeah, we have two more episodes to go. Until our oh, third
1: season, I know. Um, we're getting ready for that. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anything else?
0: No. Nope. Just take care, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Stay safe.